Is there a scenario where we see complete and utter chaos in the Big Ten West? Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Northwestern, your daily podcast on the Northwestern Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. This is Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Carter Bird, and thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. We're available wherever you get podcasts. We really appreciate you listening. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find us. We're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern and you can find us. Wherever you are listening, make sure you subscribe, turn on notifications, uh, leave a comment, leave some feedback, leave a re- review. It helps us. It helps us make the show better. We, we really appreciate it. And also, this episode of Locked on Northwestern is brought to you by Sling TV. Sling has something for everyone, especially when it comes to college football coverage. With a massive lineup of games across the ACC, Big Ten, Pac-12, and SEC, I can always catch the games I want on Sling. And now you can too. Check out Sling TV TV now to see the massive lineup of games they have all season. Sling, the TV you love for a price you'll love. Try it today. Okay, so we're going to talk about something. There is a wild and crazy path out there for absolute chaos in the Big Ten West that may result in Northwestern's favor. But first, we got to talk about how we got here for Northwestern. We're going to recap what has happened so far this year because there's a path to a seven-way tie in the Big Ten West, and that's how we're going to get there. All right, so let's start with Northwestern. You have the fact that you you the season's been underwhelming so far. I mean, you're one and six, not where you want to be. Incredible start to the year. 31-28 win over Nebraska in Dublin for the week zero kickoff game. The offense exploded for over 500 yards. Uh, Helinski looked awesome. There was excitement everywhere. Evan Hull and Cam Porter ran really well. Uh, the offensive and defensive lines played very well in that game. They won the six-inch war. We talk about that a lot here on the show. And, you know, you kind of came out of that game. You're like, wow, like I, Northwestern, what a great start. They were underdogs in that game. They go neutral site. They win against a Nebraska team that's supposed to be good. So does this jumpstart them into a quick start? Because on paper, you probably should have. Well, just two weeks later, you kind of started to come crashing down to earth. 31-23 loss to Duke. The offense was good enough. 21-0 hole was awful. Slow start, not great at all. Kind of reminiscent of the year before, to be honest with you. Key turnovers killed you. You had Helensky's pick late in the game. You had Evan Hull's fumble, and my heart still breaks for him. Because he went crazy in that game. 
65 yards rushing, 214 yards receiving as a running back. Still the craziest game we've seen any running back have in college football this year. I would put that that pit running back who ran it like for he ran it like 48 times or something crazy for like 300 something yards. That was I would put that up there with it. And that's about it. Um, but there were too many explosive plays. You allowed 80 yard passes, 50 yard passes, big runs. It really was not great by the defense in that game. And you try to claw your way back in. You try to do kind of similar to what you did to, to Nebraska two weeks prior you fall a little bit short. Well, you kind of let Duke beat you twice in a row because the following week against a one and two at the time FCS team, I think they're pretty good now. I think they're five and three SIU beat you at home 31, 24. So right there, pretty, pretty in line with a similar type game. Um, Olinsky was not good in that game. He looked uncomfortable. He looked rattled. Um, too many turnovers. Put the ball on the ground four times in that game, and it's or turned it over four times in that game. Not good enough. You kind of got passed on too uh, by the SIU team because they couldn't run on you. Um, but you dropped that one, and all of a sudden, what was once a hopeful, a really phenomenal start against Nebraska, and you thought it was going to jumpstart you to four and zero. Well, now you're sitting at one and three. Not only that, you followed up with another loss. To, to Miami of Ohio, seventeen to fourteen. This isn't this isn't South Beach, Miami. This is Miami of Ohio, which honestly, and having watched that team this year, maybe maybe Northwestern would have preferred to play the other Miami. <laughs> but you couldn't run the ball in that game. Meanwhile, they ran on you. You lost the turnover battle again. Low scoring game and. By the end of it, they're kicking a field goal to beat you, and that's a gut punch. What should have been a 4-0 start fell to 1-3, and and that's as you go in to the normal. It's Big Ten the rest of the way, and you know what? You kind of got off the mat, and you fought pretty well in the rain in Happy Valley, but you just fell short, and uh, 17-7 loss there in the rain, wasn't ever going to be a lot of offense in that. But even with that, Northwestern was too conservative. The defense played its ass off in that game. I mean, there were, you forced five turnovers. You try your hardest to keep your team in the game. And it just felt way, way, way too conservative. There was no chances taken until too little, too late. And by the time Northwestern started pushing the ball in the air, they went down and scored. Well, it didn't matter. The game was basically over at that point. And so it just did not work out in that one. And you lose 17 to 7. Well, then you get Wisconsin. A Wisconsin team that was reeling just fired their coach. Um, everything should point to you being able to compete in that game. Jim, Jim Leonard, the interim, in his first game as a head coach, and holy cow, they curb stomped you. It was bad. Holy cow. 42 to 7? Just a beat down? Yeah. They I mean they they basically did whatever they wanted in that game. Jim Leonard got his first win, started building some momentum to maybe keeping that job. 
Graham Mertz, who's not very good, threw for five touchdown passes. It's not good enough. Northwestern couldn't run, but they could. They could run enough. I mean, they almost ran for 200 yards in the game, which is plenty good. And Northwestern continued to turn the football over. And you were just never in that game from start to finish. And it was ugly. And you start to feel like things are coming apart at the seams as you go into the bye. But, you know, the off week felt like the team maybe refocused, especially early, because you go to College Park and you fight really hard. But again, you come up short. 31-24 at Maryland. Kind of a similar score that we've seen in multiple games this year. Evan Hull looked awesome on the ground. Maryland ran on you. Roman Hemby looks unbelievable. You lost the turnover battle again. You lose to a backup quarterback. And what was once a very, very, very promising season has now fallen to one at six. And I don't think anybody really saw that coming. It's shocking that it got to this point. But, you know, there is hope. There is hope. Because I saw it on Sicko's committee on Twitter. There is a path. There's a path to Indianapolis. You need help. You need a seven-way tie. But what does it look like? What does it look, look like from the Northwestern uh, perspective? In just a second, we're going to take a look at that. But first, let's hear from our friends at LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have the access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Look, LinkedIn Jobs is something I've used here recently in the past year, and it's allowed me to end up in uh, this field that I like to work in, which is sports media. Look, when you go to, you, all you need to do is you add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college that's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply okay before we get into this we would like to say that uh Look, thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and the insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so here we are. 
let's talk about the path to a seven-way tie. The path to a seven-way tie. Well, let's start with Northwestern. Five games left. You're one in six to this point. You're one in three in conference play. You've lost six games in a row. Next up, you have a road trip to Kinnick to play Iowa. Well, in this path, Northwestern actually needs to lose to Iowa, uh, to Iowa, which is not unreasonable. Iowa's defense is great, and and you think that that when you look at the fact that uh, Northwestern needs to run the ball to be successful, well, Iowa can stop the run. And even though they just got slaughtered by Ohio State, I think this Iowa defense can give Northwestern's offense a lot of trouble. Their offense is really, really bad, but so is Northwestern's when they can't run. I think it'll be a very close game this weekend. I really do. I don't I don't see Iowa just running away with that one. But regardless, in this path, Northwestern needs to lose to Iowa. Then you get Ohio State, which, come on, let's be honest here. We know what's going to happen in that game. If if Ohio State did what they just did to Iowa, and Iowa's going to be favored this weekend, I'm pretty sure they are favored. I don't recall what the line is. But if that's the, the, the case this past weekend, yeah, it's not going to be pretty this a week from now. When Ohio State comes down, I was 11 point favorite. Wow, that is really, really high. We will talk about that later in the week. But look, too many weapons, too much offense. CJ Stroud, everybody around you, Marvin Harrison Jr., great running backs, explosive, explosive team. It looks like the best team in the country right now. Well, yeah. You just need to put up a fight and stay healthy in that one. Because in this, the great news is in this path, you have you need to lose to Ohio State, so that one almost takes care of itself for you. But then you get the the really interesting part. At that point in the season, Northwestern will be one and eight, losing eight in a row, and you get Minnesota, and this is where you got to start reeling off wins. You got to beat Minnesota, which, you know, they're really banged up. They're really banged up. And I think that's doable. It's not, I'm not saying it's likely, but they're, I mean, they're starting some dude I've never heard of named Ethan at quarterback right now. They're without their best wide receiver. Can you keep it close? Can you find a way to squeak out a win? Because if you do, Theoretically, could keep the hope alive because the week a week later, you play Purdue. That one's gonna be really tough. It's gonna be really, really, really tough. On the road, gotta figure it out. Figure out a way to contain Aiden O'Connell, Charlie Jones. Figure out a way to get a win, and then you welcome what probably the biggest surprise team in the Big Ten this year. Illinois. That was going to be really tough. Yeah, stop the run on that one. And I don't know if Northwestern 
can stop Chase Brown, but you're going to have to figure out a way to do so. Although, I will say this. In the Big Ten West, for the first time like in a, in a little bit, it really feels like, it truly feels like every team, every team can beat every, any other team any given week. Feels like the top of the Big Ten West is pretty close to the bottom. And if somebody wakes up, has a few turnovers, the other team plays a clean game, anybody can lose to anybody. So if you finish that stretch, if you finish the season with three straight wins, you're four and eight, four and five in the Big Ten, four and two in the Big Ten West. That's the path for Northwestern. Now, we are going to take a second. We're going to look at what is the path for the rest of the Big Ten West to make this happen, to make this seven-way tie happen. Well, we will look at that in just a second. But first, let's talk about our friends at Simply Safe. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their home. You don't earn that the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. I know because I use Simply Safe for my home and it makes me feel safe at night. They protect you with cutting-edge security technology powered by 24-7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. With 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police and first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for the inside and outside your home. Smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when the threat is real. And even hazard sensors that instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Look, you can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on college. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an inter- interactive market monitoring plan uh, and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on college to earn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Okay. I hope we are back. I think my stream is having some issues. I'll figure out a way to upload this to YouTube if it does not work. But uh, before we talk about the path of everybody else, thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen. For your next listen, check out Locked On Sports, the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so here we are. We're talking about the path of everybody else. And we're going to start with Illinois. Illinois had an unbelievable season at this point. Unbelievable year. Well, their remaining games are Nebraska, Michigan State, Purdue, Michigan, and Northwestern. 
in that path to make this seven-way tie work, Illinois needs to lose to Nebraska, which helps you get there, which gets a little injection in the arm for Nebraska program with an interim head coach. Maybe Mickey Joseph gets closer to maybe securing that job. No, he's not going to secure that job. Who are we kidding? It's going to be Lance Leipold. Then they got to beat Michigan State, who's not very good. They can do that. Then they got to lose to Purdue. Purdue team that's been pretty scrappy this year. Then you got to lose to Michigan, which, I, which let's be honest, that's going to happen. Michigan looks really, really, really good. Then you got to cap it off with a loss to Northwestern. I think all of that is doable. All of that is doable. Iowa, they got to beat Northwestern. They got to lose to Purdue. They got to, they got to, or no, they got to beat Purdue, rather. Apologies. Which, you know, Iowa finds really weird ways to win really weird games. Then they got to lose to Wisconsin. Wisconsin team that's pretty up and down right now under Jim Leonard. They they do have success at times. Then they got to lose to Minnesota, which is a tough ass for a banged up Minnesota team. Minnesota's got to figure out a way to get that win. Then they got to beat Nebraska, which this Iowa team could do. Nebraska's capable of winning and losing any game they play. Next up, Minnesota. They got to lose at, we got to lose two Rutgers. Um, they got to beat Nebraska, which they are banged up. I know it's, it's, you're asking a lot out of this Minnesota team. Then they got to lose to Northwestern, beat Iowa, and beat Wisconsin. They got to figure out a way to get healthy for the back end of that, of that schedule. Uh, Nebraska got to beat Illinois this week. Then you got to lose to Minnesota and Michigan back to back. I think both of those are very capable of happening. You got to beat Wisconsin. Got to lose to Iowa. And finally, you got Purdue and Wisconsin. They each have four games left. Purdue's got to lose to Iowa, beat Illinois, lose to Northwestern, and lose to Indiana, which is the one that worries me the most. Wisconsin has to beat Maryland, which I think is doable, especially with a banged-up Talia Tagovailoa. They got to beat Iowa, which I think they're better than Iowa right now. Then they got to lose to Nebraska, which, whatever, and they got to lose to Minnesota. In that scenario, the entire Big Ten West finishes 4-5. and And when you look at the Big Ten West records, which is the tiebreaker, Illinois, three and three, Iowa, three and three, Minnesota, three and three, Nebraska, two and four, Purdue, three and three, Wisconsin, three and three. But what does that mean for Northwestern? Well, let me tell you, Northwestern in this scenario goes four and two in the Big Ten West, which results in them having the best record amongst the Big Ten West teams against Big Ten West teams, which gives them the tiebreaker and results in Northwestern winning its third Big Ten West championship in five years. They will go to Indianapolis with a total record of four and eight and play 
likely the winner of Michigan, Ohio State. It's crazy, but there is a path. There is a path. And honestly, I personally would love to see that happen because I think it'd be wildly entertaining to see how do how do these uh, fans that are starting to starting to hear murmurs about Pat Fitz's uh, secure job security. <laughs> How would going four and eight, but winning the big 10 West affect that? That'd be fascinating. Uh, truly would be an amazing sight to see. Um, God, imagine this. There is a world where Northwestern could win a big 10 championship and not be bowl eligible. That's insane. But that's what we talked about today. That's what that's what we wanted to talk to talk about really the uh the crazy situation that would have to take place for Northwestern to win a tiebreaker in a seven-way utter chaos scenario in the Big 10 West. And it's really like when you look at it it's not the most absurd thing I've ever seen. I'm not saying it's likely, but it's not. I mean, I think any of those games can basically, on an individual one-game basis, could probably figure out a way to fall that way. And so it's just going to be something to keep an eye on. Can utter chaos break out in the Big Ten? And we'll find out this weekend because there's going to be a bunch of these teams playing and it's going to be fascinating to watch but just just keep that thought in your mind there is a chaos scenario where a 4 and 8 northwestern wins the big 10 west that's going to do it for today appreciate you tuning in to locked on northwestern thank you for making us your first listen for anything and everything northwestern we're available wherever you get podcasts apple podcasts spotify wherever we're also on YouTube, uh, which I don't know if this episode will make it to YouTube. We'll find out. I will work on that. Um, just uh, if you go search Locked On Northwestern, you can find us. Turn on notifications wherever you listen. Uh, subscribe. Give us the feedback. Uh, give us some comments. We love to make this show better for you. We really would. Um, but yeah, and we we appreciate you tuning in. Until next time, uh, well, l- later this week, I think we're going to talk more about the Iowa game that's coming up. But until next time, I will see you later.